Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing well. Had a great week? I did. That's good. That's good. And was your week? say it again. I said, how was your week? Oh, it was pretty good. It didn't go by fast enough, but that's okay. It's Saturday. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful for the previous week, um, which of course, this is the week of November 16th through um the 20th and um we had some pretty interesting um storylines on both shows wouldn't you agree uh yes well, <laughs> you don't sound more sure <laughs> it's more of the same on both bold and beautiful not that there wasn't anything interesting or good that happened it just wasn't you know i don't know i feel like we've been dragging on with the same couple storylines for Forever. A few weeks. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, um, welcome you guys again. And I, I appreciate you guys and thank you for listening to all of our previous episodes. I am happy about the fact that you guys are enjoying our content. So I just wanted to put that out there and say uh again thanks and we really appreciate you because obviously we're doing something right if you guys are continuing to listen to us every week. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, that's good. And it's all over the world. So it's not just here in the United States where we are. We have a representation of an audience in Canada and in Europe and uh, in Australia. So at the opposite end of the planet as well. So I really appreciate you, all of you guys. And so I just had to put that out there. So I don't want you guys, even though you're listening, to think that we don't notice. So we do. Yeah. Yep, I second all everything you said. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into the Young and the Restless. That's what we usually do. We'll start for the people that are new here. We do the Young and the Restless first, and then in the second half of the show, we do the Bold and the Beautiful, and then we end it with our Flip the Script segment, which I'll explain that a little bit later, but I just wanted to kind of give you a quick rundown of how the show works. So again, if you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, so um, let's see. We had... uh, Eh, I mean, I would say probably about, what, three to four storylines on The Young and the Restless this past week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, of course, we had this whole thing again 
with Adam and Chelsea and and Chloe and Victor and Victoria and all of the above. So that's mm-hmm. one storyline in itself. And so do you think we should save that for last because it's bigger? Yeah, let's do that one last. Okay. So what do you have in mind? What do you want to start with first? I want to get on this uh, Nate Elena situation Okay. First. All right. I, let's I start was, right there. I think that was the one thing that probably irked me the most this week. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, go yeah. ahead. I'll let you go ahead and kick that off. Well, if you remember last week, it, it, just because of what I said last week, I didn't want Nate to be rewarded with um, uh, getting to you know date Elena mm-hmm. and it turns out that's exactly what happened Elena mm-hmm. Elena ended up um deciding to give Nate a chance so yeah and you know what was pretty interesting about that Lola yeah L- Lola called Nate and gave him a little tip and see, okay, you know what? I could, I would say, I would expect that from, if I had to pick somebody off the show to do that, it would be somebody like Summer or some somebody like that. But people like Mariah and Lola, they usually root for not the person that you're cheating with, but the person that you cheated against. And in this case, she was like, well, maybe you need to consider Nate. Maybe there's a reason why you're dreaming about him. Mm -hmm. Maybe you ought to do this with Nate. And I'm like, wait a minute. Who are you and what happened to Lola? (laughs) I know. I was very surprised with her um, reaction to that whole situation. Yeah. And the way that she's basically advocating for uh, Nate or for her to, you know, test out the relationship with Nate. <clears throat> mm-hmm. so yeah that definitely surprises me with her yeah especially with her coming off of the situation where she was basically in the position that Devon was in yeah you know and how that happened with Kyle and Summer you know and how it impacted her and then you give the advice to root for the person that she cheated with and especially being that this is his cousin I mean, she definitely had a big issue when Mia was going back and forth between her and her other brother. Right. Again, family. So you are now saying, hey, you know, you cheated with his cousin, but you know what? Hey, no problem. Maybe that's who you need to be with. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was a, like, that's a total, like, 180. Yes, it was. (laughs) Never, I did not expect that from her at all. Me either. So, so what about that um the interaction with Nate and Devon at the bar I mean my thing is is that listen with uh, I didn't understand Nate in this situation you are I know you mad about your hand mm-hmm. and like Devon said hey you know I didn't cut your hand yeah I, I, I pushed you but you hit me first Right. <laughs> so why is it that Nate is making this about the fact as if this is an intentional injury from Devon when you set all this in motion by sleeping with his girlfriend? Yep. Now granted she had a part in it too so I'm not absolving and putting all the accountability on him but the thing is is that you are a bigger part of the problem but yet you're trying to get mad at Devon uh, for what? Yeah. 
Yes, he is. Injury. And I felt like, again, he was making excuses mm-hmm. somewhat. Um, Are you talking about what, Nate? Nate, yeah. Mm-hmm. For what happened, you know, between him and Elena. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just didn't really seem like, I mean, of yeah, of course, we know Nate is sorry. But I don't feel like Nate is for real sorry because I feel like his his whole the end game for him is getting Elena mm. because that's what he said to Devon was I, basically I lost everything I didn't even get Elena yeah so, that was crazy yeah I couldn't believe he said that to him <laughs> you know and I, you see the facial reaction that was good by Brighton James how, how he acted and he looking at, at him like really dude that's yeah. what you gonna say to me yep yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, that that was a. I was expecting it to go to be maybe a little more drama the next time um, the Nate and Devon were mm-hmm. in the room together, but you know, I guess I, I guess it went um, mildly. You know, nobody mm-hmm. they didn't get physical with each other, but I feel like Devon could have laid into him a little more because I want somebody to just completely cuss Nate out. I don't feel like he's gotten that yet. He got yeah, he face. hasn't been. He's he hasn't really been held hardly accountable for his behavior. Yeah, he got you know, punched in the face. He got some words, some some words from Lily, which I thought even she was a little bit tame when she talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was. You know why? Because she was in. The, she's been in the same situation herself. True. So she don't want to look like a hypocrite, kind of like what we're saying about Lola. Like really, so. I can understand why, you know, Lily is trying to backpedal a little bit on that because she did, I mean, it wasn't with family, but she had an affair on her husband before, you know? So, I mean, the only person that I would think that would be, um, you know, open and free to have that conversation with him, because even Nick couldn't even tell him what to do because even Nick was saying, well, you know, I know a lot about that. (laughs) Right. So, <clears throat> who would be in the in the best position to say, Nate, you know you was wrong. You need to stop playing because you what you did and what you're thinking right now is totally something that is uh, not in the right direction to go. I don't know anybody who could actually mm-hmm. put him in that position right now. Amanda? Because we don't really know, you know anything about her background in history. Yeah, I guess she could. I mean, she could, but then her and Devon is sniffing around each other right now. So, yeah, but they they're not doing anything wrong right now. That is true. Th- neither That's one of them true. are in relationships. That's true. You know. Um, and honestly, yeah, I'm trying to think of Amanda's even, history. Go ahead. What'd even you say? for Lily, like you said, it wasn't a situation where Lily cheated on cheated with. Um, I don't know how that would work in her situation. <laughs> she doesn't have any female relatives that she could have done this to. But, you know, and, and then, I mean, the thing is, I don't know if you heard this term, and I'm, this is a term that when I was on a podcast last year, is that there are certain characters on the show that are on islands. Mm-hmm. They don't really surface them around other cast members, and Nate is one of them. Yeah. And so... Right now, the only people that he truly have contact with at this point, because he's no longer with Abby, is 
you know, his own family. And of course, right now they're at odds with him because of this whole thing. So there is nobody. And of course, Nick isn't going to tell him anything. So they really haven't had somebody that could actually say, you know what, dude, you need to chill out and sit down. You need to let this kind of mull over, give Elena some space, give Devon some space. This is all your fault, you know, and there's nobody there to actually put, you know, put that on to him. So I don't know, unless you got some ideas. (laughs) No, I mean, I think, I think those people can always like, of course, you know, Nick has, Nick hasn't talked and he's done his dirt. But mm-hmm. I still doesn't think that I still I still don't think that that doesn't mean he can't as a friend tell Nate like that was messed up what you did. Like I I think he can still give him advice without being hypocritical. As more mm-hmm. of a learn from learn from my mistakes. Learn from my mistakes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You know what? He could <laughs> you know, put it that way, like, look, dude, hey, I can't judge you because I've been in your shoes, but learn from my mistakes. I've been between two women for many years in the past and it didn't go over well. It caused problems. Mm -hmm. Look at my experience. I don't think you want to do that to your family. Yeah. Yep, that's perfect. I didn't even think of it like that. That's why we got two people on the show because we (laughs) have two different ideas. (laughs) Yeah. So um, then, so then mm-hmm. we see that Devon, and which I didn't even realize it was a date. I mm-hmm. guess maybe I missed when they said that until they were like um, Devon and Amanda until they were at his place together, mm-hmm. and she said something about, or uh, no, I think it was afterwards when she was talking to Lily, and she said something about, I, I suppose you want to know about our date or something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they were on a date. I thought they were just, you know, hanging out as friends. You talking about Devon and Amanda? The, yeah, who did I? I said Devon and Lily, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I meant Devon <laughs> and, and, and Amanda. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, when she said that, I'm like, well, dang, when did they skip to, to this? Because I feel like the last kind of like um, interaction, I guess, they had with each other, mm-hmm. they... It, it, it was like Amanda wanted to make it clear that both of them had just gotten out of, you know, their relationships and they weren't trying to go that route well, with each other. I don't know if you remember the episode this week where um, originally they were supposed to go out to dinner, but they decided to stay in and order Chinese. Oh, that's right. Because she turned, mm-hmm. she said she couldn't and then he thought he, <clears throat> she was turning them down. Right, okay. and so she was like, no, why don't we just order in, and they decided to order Chinese, and so when she relayed that information to Lily, Lily was like, oh, that's so yeah. cute. I you remember know. that now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, they're slowly trying to work in Devon and Amanda mm-hmm. together, um, whereas they're, they're doing a crash and, and burn situation with Elena and Nate. <laughs> They pushing yeah. that one in real quick. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, and they making her torn between the two of them because uh, all of that whole. I think they spent like uh, upwards of like ten or fifteen minutes on one scene where she's dreaming back and forth between being at Devon's apartment and they making out, and then when she looked the other direction, it's actually Nate. Nate is like, "What's the problem? Yeah. Come back over here." I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> goodness." <laughs> Yep. 
So yeah, she was definitely, and I think that was that was on Thursday when she was going back and forth with all of that. But I mean, hey, we'll see where it go. But yeah, mm, mm, I know you don't want Nate and Elena together, correct? I don't, but I, I mean, I I knew it was coming. <clears throat> it's been coming for a while. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Even, I think it was even before the pandemic break, right? Um, so it wasn't obvious yet so i i had a feeling that this was going to happen back when elena first got to the show and we found out that she um, was in medical school and she had had to drop out to take care of Mm -hmm. um, her uncle Mm -hmm. um and then and nate was like oh well you know i can pull some strings and and get you back in or whatever we can get you over at the hospital and they were like glancing and stuff at each other and yeah looks and yeah i felt like it was on and off too like there would be mm. there would be a week where you would see them do that, and then the next time you saw them, it was nothing. So it was like, oh well, maybe they're backing off of this, and then they would do it again, and then nothing again. So it was like, I don't know if they were thinking about it back then. I think they were trying to chem test and try to see what the reactions of the fans were going to be, and then they threw Amanda in the mix, with, which was making her jealous which you know they like oh yeah this is going to be the straw that breaks the camel back by you know her running off to have sex with Nate Yep. so yeah it's been leading on and off like you say it was a little bit of something there and then next moment it was nothing they were happy and doing whatever and then next moment Nate and her were glancing so yeah Yeah, so So. I think a, a lot of us have have guessed that they were probably going to head this direction for a while. Mm-hmm. I believe that too. So, what do you think about uh, about Britney's haircut? Oh, okay. Because let me tell you. So, I tend to watch the app. I, I don't watch it during the day unless something is going on. I happen to be watching it on my tablet mm-hmm. the night before, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is it my tablet or is she got her <laughs> hair pent up or what it was, you know, because with a tablet, it's a little bit smaller, but I'm like, wait a minute, am I looking at this right? Yeah. And then when I started seeing all of the messaging on, uh, in the group, like, oh, what do you think about Britney's hair and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, so she did cut it. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's a big topic in the group. I know. <laughs> and I, you know, I, from the way it looked, it was divided because you got some folks that say she's just a pretty girl. It works. Yeah. And then you have some other folks that was like, um, it, it, it wasn't, I'll use this term. A lot of people didn't think it was feminine enough for her. Um, and then some folks said she looked better with longer hair. I say just do whatever she want to do to make her happy. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I personally... I love, um, I have always loved pixie cuts. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I like her hair. I think it's cute. It looks cute on her. Yeah. You know, me, myself, with a big forehead and a long neck, I couldn't pull it off. So, <laughs> <laughs> but for her, it, you know, she has the right facial structure yeah. and, and the shape of her, her head that it actually works for her. Yeah, so. I like it. Mm-hmm. I follow yeah. them on her and a Brighton on Instagram, and I saw her little. She kind of teased that she was 
doing something to her right. hair. They were in like mm-hmm. a little uh, Instagram post together. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I think she's going to cut her hair. And then uh, the next day that she posted the video of her haircut. Yeah, I honestly think that with her, her hair grow back pretty quickly if she wanted it to. But right now, I mean, you're talking about low maintenance mm-hmm. and easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, I, I can see what that is. But, yeah, it's cute on her. It's, yeah, I mean, it, everybody can't pull it off. Right. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to pull it off either. My head is too round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, she's able to do it. And, um, yeah, I mean, hey, it's, it looks good on her. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So are we okay? Let's switch gears then, because we kind of talked about um, Devon and, and Amanda and that de- and their date, and then of course Nate and Elena. But then let's talk about Lily because there's some 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 things going on between her and Billy. Which do you find that it's working in the context that is given? Because I know you don't mind them together, mm-hmm. but. Being that you're a fan of this couple, do you see it, how they're setting it up? Is it working? I know it's in the middle of COVID, so we're not going to see actual physical scenes with them. Yeah. But do, what do you think? I mean, I'm still a fan. I, I think they can make it work just by some of the little things that they did. Um, like the, the first instance of them um, being intimate together when she walks towards them in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they keep doing things like that <clears throat> and leave it up to the, our imagination yeah I think mm-hmm. I think they could um, I think they could make that work okay and I'm hoping which I mean of course we haven't seen it happen yet but I'm hoping that Lily will mellow him out in a way like not completely get rid of his personality because he's got you know one of the, the bigger um, personalities on the show as far as some of the little antics and stuff that he does, but I'm hoping that she can mellow him out as far as the the vendetta that he continues to hold uh, mm-hmm. against Adam. Yeah, well, um, she might, because, I mean, listen, Phyllis has tried. Victoria has tried. Yeah. Uh, he was with Chelsea for a minute. And none of those women could curb that appetite for impulsion with him because mm-hmm. he's an impulsive person. Lily might, I will, because I mean, like I said, I'm not a fan of the two. I don't, I don't feel that spark of the chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. However, I do from watching her look like she can be that person that can pull the reins in on him. Yeah, I feel like Lily is out of the women that you just named. Mm-hmm. Lily is the most um, rational and logical of them. And yeah, she's not an enabler like the other two women were. Yeah, and I, I feel like she will I, for her, it's going to be either you stop doing this BS or mm-hmm. we're done. I don't think she'll 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 be like how um, Victoria and sometimes Phyllis was where they make excuses. Well, here's the other piece to that because the excuses is definitely on point with what you said. The other thing to add on to with those two women is that Phyllis enabled him. 
Yeah. She was like, okay, you going to gamble, I'm going to go gamble with you. I'm going to be right there so you can feel that it's okay. That didn't help him. Yeah. On the flip side with Victoria, she tried to control him. And it's different when you say, you know what, do what you want to do, but hey, if you don't act right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's not control. That's setting your own boundaries. Right. Victoria tried to control him. And of course, when you're talking about somebody that's impulsive and you're trying to control them, guess what they're going to do? They're going to pop out like a spring that's compressed. Yeah. So the, those two women were polar opposites, whereas you find Lily in the middle like, you know what? Hey, I'm cool with you as long as you do right. If you don't do right, guess what? I'm out. You can go burn up your own life and do that, but I'm not going to ride that gravy train with you. And that's the difference with Lily that is, you know, like you said, and add the other piece that you said, which was stop making excuses. She's not going to make excuses for him, but at the same time, she's going to set her own boundaries and say, you know what? If you want to go out there and act a fool, you can do that without me. Yeah. Yep. I, she's, so. I feel like she's a, I don't have time for this it's either you it's either you you're gonna walk along with me with this or I'm gonna leave you behind and continue on with my life right and that's totally opposite of the other two women who own two opposite end of the spectrums when it came to dealing with Billy and I think that's what he needed yeah because with him even with his mother with Jill the more you pull the a pull a pull at him he's gonna pull away that's just who he is. Don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm doing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Lily's not doing that either. Lily's like, look, I'm going to tell you what it is. If this happens and you do what you do, just like the whole thing when he went to the hospital to see Chance, she told him, it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. If you do it, it's on you. And sure enough, when he, he, when he went up there, and Abby figured out why he was there. Abby read him the riot act. <laughs> so he came back with his tail tucked in between his legs like, oh, you told me, didn't you? Right. And all uh, Lily could do is like, yep, I told you so. You know, so maybe that aspect of the relationship between the two of them is probably going to be better for him versus either somebody controlling him or being his best friend through his nonsense. Say, you know? say it one more time, I'm sorry. I said, um, I think that Lily is probably going to be the best thing for him instead of trying to control him or being his best friend in the middle of his nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. But, um, okay, so... The other part of this, which leads us still on to Billy, is that Billy is being looked at as being a suspect. Actually, there's several suspects. There's Chloe that was interviewed by Ray. Chelsea mm-hmm. was interviewed by Ray. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Billy is definitely on the top of that list. Yeah. I got a theory, though, Okay. in who did this. And I don't think Billy did this. I think he's being set up. Yeah, that's obvious. Right, that's obvious. But the question is who? I honestly think it has something to do with either Faith or Jordan. And I'll say this because, and I mean, there's a long laundry list. Think about it. Victor um, and uh, Victoria and Nick were all in the office when that happened. Okay. Um, Sharon and all of them, they were nowhere to be found. Jack, Abby, I mean, Jack, Abby, and um, 
uh, what's his name, Kyle, all of them, they don't really care at this point. With they, they don't really run around in um, Adam's orbit. Mm-hmm. She's the only one that would be left. And the thing is, is that okay? Well, why pin it on Billy? If you think about it, Faith, and if she hired someone, because this girl is really smart and she's extremely manipulative. It'll be easy for the writers to make it look like she's totally none involved, but she would actually be killing two birds with one stone. She would get Adam hurt or injured or dead. And at the same time, set up the one person that got all of this trouble that, you know, came her way, which is Billy from that article. So not only I'm going to get at my uncle, but I'm going to also set up this other guy who got all this in motion with what's going on in my life right now. What do you think about that? Because, I mean, there's nobody else unless they're going to bring Alyssa, which was that writer girl. That's what that's what my theory was, was that Alyssa did it and set up Billy because she knew how much. um, Now, that's an option too. they hate each other. I don't think I mean, that's possible. I don't think Faith and Jordan are smart enough to. To pull something like this off. And I don't think I don't see Faith setting up somebody. I think if she I mean, was going to target Adam, mm-hmm. she was going to do it out of anger, and it was going to be like an like an impulse thing, not a this is my plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna set Billy up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot at Adam or try to kill Adam or whatever she, you know, injure Adam, whatever. And I'm gonna set Billy up. I think if she was gonna do something to Adam, it would have happened like in a in a moment of rage or something like that. Okay. Well, that makes sense too. I mean, and the reason that I bring that up because that, those are some, and Alyssa came up as well as one of the two names in the groups who would be the one that's responsible behind the shooting because whoever is mad at Adam is also not happy with Billy mm-hmm. because or trying to they don't care about put Billy. the blame on him or they don't care about Billy and they, they know that Billy is an easy person to put the blame on. Well, there is going to be for real. There's no, just as after spoiler mm-hmm. alert, there's going to be forensic evidence tying him because Billy has a gun yeah. and the bullet that shoots Adam is coming out of that gun. Mm-hmm. So whoever it is got access to his gun and his earbuds because his earbud was also at the scene as well. So whoever this is, I don't know, maybe it could be Victoria. Maybe she really isn't, you know, like, you know what? Hey, but that's her, her, her kid's father, yeah. so it's, that's kind of far-fetched. But um, because they're going to find this forensic evidence tying Billy to the gun that shot Chance, mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, it's somebody who got access to him, his life, knew how far Chance come was from this building, which that whole, okay, writers, that doesn't make sense. If you are going to <laughs> kidnap somebody and take them, you take them somewhere far away. You don't put them in the middle of somewhere close to a building that's part of his competitors. Yeah. I, when I found, I said, why would they put that? I'm thinking this was some warehouse way in the middle of nowhere, but they were saying it was right by chance, Kong. 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Adam, that was not smart. Yeah, that well, that whole plan was just stupid to be with. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> but anywho, going back to our our other theories with this, um, yeah, so whoever this person is have close proximity access to him because how did you get his gun? Mm-hmm. Shoot the bullet from his gun and also get a hold to one of his earbuds. Is it Amanda? Is it is somebody okay. close to Billy that got access? Is it Chloe? I doubt it. She just had a baby. I'm tell I'm I'm putting I'm putting my money on Alyssa. She she knows how to she's been in the building several times. She knows how to get it's in. true. Um she could have slipped in there one day for you know, told security or whoever that she was bringing some information to Billy or something like that and got access to his office, somehow maybe got access to his room at um because he's staying at the Grand Phoenix too, right? Um, yeah, I think so. So I I don't understand why there's so many people living at the Grand I Phoenix. Either. And maybe the I can see <laughs> if these rooms were like <laughs> these big penthouse type rooms. But y'all staying basically in a small little hotel suite yeah right you know and these are ceos and and attorneys and stuff and i mean (laughs) granted listen um after you know what and here's the thing the grand phoenix is the new athletic club because it was the same thing there people were staying in there as well that's exactly what you know which and and even back then i it used to it 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 irked me that these people who are basically millionaires are living in a hotel. Only way I can think of is that the show don't want, they don't have a lot of set options. I mean, the only homes that we see is Victor and Nikki's house. We see the, um, the house that Sharon lives in and then the house that Adam lives in and then the Abbott's Abbott's and the chancellors and And Devon. So we got five homes, five different scenery of homes but yeah people i guess i don't know you would think that billy abbott where's phyllis's oh wait a minute where's summer stay there too don't she at the grand phoenix yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know what happened in their apartment she remember um um phyllis had an apartment that when she left Mm -hmm. she gave the summer remember what happened to that that. apartment i haven't seen that apartment in i don't know how long remember that's the same apartment that when gina tognani was playing phyllis her and nick was on top of the counter sleep cheating on on sharon remember Mm -hmm. i remember that yeah so yeah, so I mean, there's. I'm like, how's all these? Amanda stay there. Billy stay there. Yep. Um, uh, Summer Abby. stay there. Hey. Abby stay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. Everybody living in a hotel, and these are all CEOs yeah. and attorneys, and because Amanda stay there too, yep. you know. So it's like, where's Nate living? Nate live there too, don't he? You know what? I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Nate go upstairs to a room there. Girl, where did they stay? All I. <laughs> I don't know. The last thing, the last um, real estate I remember Nate having was Neil's, um, Neil's penthouse. Right, which is Adam. Adam took it back. Yeah, right. 
don't He's staying look, he lives at the clinic. <laughs> that's the only place we ever see him at, right? Yeah. And then even with Elena, she didn't have you a doctor. You don't have a place to go. F- hey, I'm surprised she's not at the Grand right. Fed. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about uh Lola's little apartment above the Yeah, she's house. staying with Lola. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Mariah, I guess she's, where's her part? Where's Tessa? Because she had an apartment with Tessa. Yep. yep, she did. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess, well, and then again, this is um, a, not a full-fledged war, uh, behind-the-scenes season because of, you know, COVID and whatnot. So mm-hmm. we're going to have, <laughs> it's going to be kind of limited than what we had prior to February. So I but wish, I just thought that was that was an interesting topic, though. <laughs> I wish they would make uh, at le- at the very least have like like the the place that Devon and Adam stay at. Why couldn't they build mm-hmm. more sets to make it look like there's more people living in like a penthouse style um, apartment building mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Instead of a hotel, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, especially people like. Abby owns, she's a, a Newman slash Abbott. Mm-hmm. I mean, and granted, she used to own a piece of the Grand Phoenix, but you would think after not having to deal with Phyllis, you yeah. know, I, I I haven't even seen Victoria's house in a while. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about her house. Because Victoria got a house, too. Yep, she does. <laughs> Nick, what about Nick's house that he was living in with Christian, with the bar, the uh, underground thing on the they wall? They haven't showed his uh, either. His place either. Mm-hmm. So, because he's been up in Phyllis's apartment. Yeah. So, yeah. This must have been, a, I'm guessing uh-huh. maybe it has to do with, because after they came back was when I feel like a lot of these places we haven't seen for a while because when Phyllis and Nick got back mm-hmm. together, Nick's apartment was still in the picture. Okay. Before COVID. Yeah, that's true. Uh, right. And then after COVID came back, that yeah, I haven't seen haven't seen that since. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty interesting. I'm like, and I'm glad we kind of brought that up for topic because I know some of the audience is gonna be like, you know what? I ain't never think about that. <laughs> yeah, what happened? It keeps the show creative. Yeah. Okay. Look, every time I see Abby in one of those little stupid rooms, I think to myself, this woman is probably a billionaire, and y'all got her living in a hotel room. I mean, she got a half a billionaire just from suing her father. Yeah. So, I mean, a half a billion from suing her father. So, <laughs> yeah, and she is, and she just got a settlement for her whole apartment from Dina. So, oh, yeah, in Paris. Yeah, you know, and I know she's not going to go off to Paris, but you and Abbott and a new one. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I will say what else is an interesting tip, you know, with Chance and her getting married and um, if they have a kid, Mm -hmm. you combining, what is that, four families, I think? Yeah, yep. Chancellors, Abbott, three families. Yeah, three three major families. You got a Chancellor, Abbott, and a new one coming through that lineage. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And then, I mean, because, okay, Nina, I don't know what, what her side of the family is, but, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But, okay. anywho, okay. Um, all right, so are we done with Mr. Billy? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
Okay. Um, so let's shift over since we're talking about Abbott's to this whole thing with Summer, Sally, Kyle, and Jack. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, Lauren has offered Summer this opportunity of running JCB. Uh, is it JVC or JCB? Yes. I think it's JCB. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jabot Collective, the clothing line. Yeah. Do you agree with Lauren's choice? Let's start there. So initially, when we talked about this earlier, earlier this week, mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense. Okay. Um, because of course we know Sally is a, a fashion designer. She had her own she was running her own line. Um mm-hmm. Sally would have made more sense than Summer. But when okay. I watched it again, um, because after I had talked to you about it, um, I think I had only was only half paying attention. But I went back and watched the episode again and I didn't realize that um that J C V was something that Summer and Kyle created i don't even remember that came up with i'm wondering if they wrote that in i don't know i have a terrible memory so i i don't know if maybe it was just a small storyline that i've forgotten about or maybe it was just something that they didn't televise or or you know whatever the case Mm -hmm. so now hearing that um they were basically the creators of this whole little division or this fashion line um it doesn't it doesn't sound as ridiculous. Um, not to say that, you know, that still doesn't mean that she's got more experience than Sally, but at least it's just not coming from nowhere. And there's a reason behind it. Um, what annoyed me, though, was I didn't like the way Sally um, reacted to the situation. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she knows yet that it's summer. But I didn't like the way she felt like she felt like she she got slighted because she wasn't given the opportunity to run it. And because of that, she's now going to help Theo with whatever it is that he's trying to do to sue the Abbots. And it's like you came to town trying to get your life back on track, um, trying to build your, you know, your career back up. And because the first the first time you didn't get what you wanted or you felt like, you know, um, you deserve something more than someone else, you decide to go back to the the tricks and the scheming and you're de- you're going to decide to help Theo with um, suing with whatever he needs so he can sue the Abbots. Just because you're pissed off that they're not, um, they didn't give you this position. Yeah. I, so I, to, just, that just mm-hmm. didn't make sense to me. So now, now what you're doing is you're risking putting your career back on track because if they find out, first of all, you, you're about to go against Summer. Uh, Summer's mama is Phyllis. Let Phyllis find out that she's, you know, behind the scenes trying to do stuff to sabotage Summer's career. She's not going to, that's not going to work out well for Sally. And so the last thing, in my opinion, the last thing she needs to do is to alienate herself um, with another powerful family. She's already done that in L.A. with the Forsters and um, the Spencers. So now you're going to come to Genoa City and you're going to do it with the Abbots and, and, and Lauren. Like, that's not the way you get your career back. Gotcha. 
Well, okay. So here's where I am with this. Um, granted, if because I don't remember JCV being a baby of Kyle and Summer, but if they want to write that in, so be it. I don't remember that, but okay. Um, however, I just I I'm on the fence with both Lauren and Sally. Um, I don't think Sally should feel entitled because don't nobody ain't nobody have to give you anything. They just don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, you do have in front of you one of the even though, yes, she screwed up and all of this and whatever in L.A. And it was a big screw up because it was a lot of fraud. But since we had Young and the Restless now, um, you have a very extremely talented designer in front of you. The opportunity. Now, if you wanted to give this to Summer, I think a good business deal would be, you know what? Because I think Sally would have been happy with this. I'm going to have her run it, but I need you to be the designer. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. like Hope. Hope has no idea about designing. However, that's why you got Zenday and Thomas. Right. It's her line, but because she has zero designing experience, you have to have designers to push your brand. Mm-hmm. And so to say, eh, I just want you to sit on the sidelines when you got an extremely talented designer who designed, you know, her family lineage. She also designed for Forrester. Mm, I think as a business decision, she maybe should have looked into it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Sally shouldn't feel entitled that she's supposed to have had it because don't nobody have to give you anything. Yeah. They don't have to. Yeah, I'll agree with you on so, that one. That she, she yeah. could have at least it would have made sense for her to make her a designer if not, you know, letting her run it. Yeah, I mean, if she didn't feel comfortable with her running it because Summer created this, that's the same thing we said about Phyllis. Grand Phoenix was her baby. Let her do her. Same thing with, if if Summer and Kyle designed this thing, yeah, sure, let Summer run it. But when it comes to designing Summer has zero experience. And as a person that owns that under her umbrella, if that was me, I'd be like, you know what? Hmm. Okay. I'll let you run it, but I need a good designer. You don't have designing experience. Guess what? I got a top designer that's just dropped in my lap. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is something I could consider at the same time. The conversation that I would have with Sally, look, I get it. You're talented. Yes. Should she should consider you? Maybe. But don't feel entitled or get mad if she don't because the choice is hers. Right. So that's where I am with both of them. I just think the decision making on both sides were kind of kind of shaky to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if because um, I don't remember them speci- this week specifically talking about her design, like her design experience. I felt like it was more about who was running the company. So I wonder if maybe in a couple of weeks, Lauren will say, well, why don't we, you know, after she establishes summer as the president, if she'll say, if she'll think about it and say, well, how about we, you know, give Sally a chance at designing again and we make her the head designer. So I wonder if I that'll mean, that, happen or if they're just going to ignore that. And I, From the way it looks after looking at, well, I mean, and Granted, this is just week one coming off of what we're talking about. Who knows what's coming up in December or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
this coming week, yeah, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be nothing nice because now that it's going to be a situation where it's going to probably come out that summer is the, the new J, JCV. I don't know why I keep thinking JBC. Isn't that like a radio brand or something? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um, I'll just say Jabot Collective. Maybe that make it easier for me. Um, uh, you know, it's going to eventually come out that summer is, you know, the one that's going to head up that department that she's going to feel some kind of way and she's going to do what she's going to do to undermine this girl. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I did see Monday's episode. It's going to be interesting with that regard because, you know, Operation Undermine is definitely going to start to take place. And so, um, you know, my thing is is that... Say it again? Sally is not a match. I'm sorry. For who? For Summer? For Summer. She's not because she doesn't have anything. She doesn't have anybody to back her. Oh, she's she's there well. by herself. <laughs> you get, we'll Theo? see. We'll, we'll, it's interesting how they're playing this out. That's all. Because I, I didn't gave away some stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't want to give it all away because I know there are some people in our audience who don't like spoilers. So um, that's why I put a couple out there. But then, you know, I'm not going to put the whole kit caboodle you out have, there. But... You have to message me then because you know I don't mind spoilers. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is with soaps, but I don't. Spoilers don't bother me. Like I, I spoilers don't bother me yeah. either. Now, if it's one of my, but you know what, one of my prime ahead, time TV shows, I yeah, I don't, I can't do. But that. you know what, when it comes to my kids and they, it's a movie or something that they want to watch or they're looking forward to, do not spoil it for them. Yeah, it, it will ruin. They won't even watch it. If I say, oh yeah, this happened at the end, they'd be like, really? Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't play with the movies. I don't, oh, yeah, okay. I don't do spoilers with movies and I won't do spoilers with like my part, like the Walking Dead type shows. <clears throat> my fact mm-hmm. that happened a, a few times where somebody spoiled an episode. But for some reason, with the soaps, soaps, it's, it don't matter. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter to okay. me. I think because the it's just ongoing all the time, so it's just like mm-hmm. you know whatever. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I guess it depends on what. It, with me, it don't even matter if I see a movie like, oh yeah, this will happen. <laughs> oh well, I get a chance to see it anyway. I'll see how it plays out, yeah. and what it looked like. It doesn't buy spoilers happen. You know, not an issue for me. But um. Yeah, so I I just think that um I don't I don't know. I I'm wondering what a, what a, the writers obviously put Sally in this position of being assistant knowing that it was going to make her feel some kind of way and it was going to add to the drama of the show mm-hmm. cuz that's what this is about. If they just slid her into a designing spot, there would be no drama from that. You know, except only okay, so Let's just say we rewrote this a little bit, and this is not my flip the script, but just say if we rewrote this a little bit and we did put Sally in there, mm-hmm. they could create some drama with saying, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm working on the summer. I'm going to make her look inept as being a boss because she has no... They could have at least even did that and still put a, a tug of war between the two of them at JCV, but just to have her at the level of 
an assistant fetching coffee and typing, taking notes. Yeah, I I, I just think that they could have really kind of upped the ante if they had stuck her in there with Summer right away. What do you think? Um, I agree. I I think I think it would have been more entertaining um, if they put Sally, uh, transfer Sally over to that division with Summer. And just watch mm-hmm. that drama play out with each other, and it doesn't even have right. to be. It, they wouldn't have even had to go to the 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 links of Sally trying to undermine uh, Summer. It could just be that they don't get along because, for whatever reason, and creative differences, or yeah, something. and everything that Sally does mm-hmm. pisses off Summer and vice versa, like that kind of drama, right? Yeah, I mean, kind of like what happened with her mother and Abby, or her mother and Victoria. Yeah. Because what I'm worried, what I'm worried about with Sally is that they throw her in this storyline. She does, mm-hmm. you know, plays little games or whatever to, um, like you said, undermine Summer, and then she gets mm-hmm. caught, and then the Abbots are pissed off, and Lauren is pissed mm-hmm. off, and then who does Sally have? Like, where Nobody. where do we where do we go from here with her? Oh, with yeah. her character. Yeah. Because she doesn't have any family there. There's like she doesn't really have any ties there other than Theo, and we know that mm-hmm. Theo is leaving soon. So right, exactly. So what? What? How much more? How much more could we do with Sally if that is her her main reason for being there is to um to get on the bad side of the Abbots? Where she right. where is she going to go from there? Unless, yeah. because I she's mean, a designer, mm-hmm. unless maybe they put her and Chelsea together somehow down the line. You know what would be a twist, though? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing about Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful. Both Lauren and uh, Phyllis have been longtime players throughout both of the shows. Who's to say they wouldn't do a plot twist mm-hmm. and come to find out that Sally is somehow, because she's a redhead, so is Phyllis mm-hmm. that you know they make her somehow related to Summer and her mom. I remember when we so when we first found out about Sally going to YNR, that was one of the things that I said was I wonder if sometime down the line they're gonna when I was like, I know you know it's stupid because just because they both have right hair doesn't mean that they have to be related. Right, but, right. I mean, this is the soaps and we know how they like to try to connect things. So that would be the obvious connection is sometime down the line we find out that Phyllis and Sally are related somehow. Well, here's the other thing, because when Gina Tagnani was playing Phyllis, there was this whole thing circulating on social media and on the internet about how Courtney Mm -hmm. Hope and Gina Tagnani kind of like each other. And so they was trying to play up the whole thing like, man, she looked like she could be my daughter. You know what I mean? So who's to say, I mean, granted, we got Michelle Stafford back, but who's to say that they wouldn't twist this in some kind of way? Because she has, when Theo leaves, there's no connection to anybody in Genoa City to this girl. Nobody. And basically, I mean, anybody that is on that show that is not connected don't last long. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even with Tessa, we don't, she's not even on screen right now. Yeah. Everybody on Canvas has a family connection to somebody. And even with Theo, 
he was his friend, but they had to end up connecting him to the Mergeron family. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me to add, because remember we are we had Avery. We didn't know Phyllis had another sister. She came out of right. nowhere. <laughs> Who's to say that this is some long lost crossed over something? This could be little sister, um, or, cousin, or well, I guess couldn't be. A it sister. could be her sister. Could it? it could be because Phyllis crossed over to Bold at one point, just like Lauren did. So. Who's to say that um, bad or something? You know, she went over and I don't know. Maybe Sally Spectra had a son that Phil. Who yeah. knows? They they do all kind of stuff. Look how Mariah showed up. You know, look how Amanda showed up. You know, so anything is possible. You know, yeah. but anywho, the, we always coming up. I know. <laughs> All right, so um, the only other storyline that's left this week is the whole thing with Adam, Chloe, um, Victor, and Victoria. And Chelsea. And Chelsea. All right, so Chelsea stalled out because, of course, you know, Adam showed up at Chancellor, and that was kind of bold because if he had ran into Chloe or Kevin. Yeah. They were. I don't even know. It was just weird how they did that. When she turned around, Adam was just standing there. I actually thought that she was dreaming. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, maybe she's dreaming. I'm like, no, he's really there. How did he, how did he get in there? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was weird. I was shocked that he did that, too. <laughs> yeah, and then she, he's begging for her forgiveness, and she's like, oh, I know I still love you, but you put me in... in and lock me up and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course she get into it with Chloe this week and Chloe is like mm. alright so was that today? Or was I'm trying to think. What do you remember the last thing Chloe say, uh, saying uh, to you? I mean to not to you but on <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Yeah, to Chelsea. Um, when she told her, basically, you need to pick between me or Adam. So you, okay. So, and it was so many moving parts with Chloe all week. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, I wasn't feeling that ultimatum. Yeah, you can't give a, you can't give a friend an ultimatum like that. She, what, what she should have done. And, you know, if she was that, if she's that fed up with um, Chelsea and Adam's relationship and Chelsea breaking up with him and then complaining about him and then running, and then running back to him, mm-hmm. just tell her, like, look, I I don't get down with Adam like that. I can't stand that man. Um, I'm going to, I have to distance myself from you because I can't get over my, my hatred and my feelings for him. And, you know, I, I love you. You're my friend, but I can't, I can't get past uh, my feelings for Adam. So I'm going to, I got to distance myself from you. You don't put it because she's the one with the problem. Chloe is the one with the problem. You don't put it Mm -hmm. on that individual, your friend, um, and tell them you have to make a decision between me or him. No, you you make the decision to stop being my friend because you don't 
you don't like my boyfriend or fiance or whatever they call each other. So I, I didn't I like that. Think, I didn't like that mm-hmm. she gave her that ultimatum. That wasn't fair. I just think that is just way so that was extremely controlling mm-hmm. on her part. Listen, you don't have to be with this dude. Your your primary function is to be with Bella and to be with Miles and to be with Kevin. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can deal with Chelsea and you know what? Hey, I might not agree with your choices. You, you the final choice lies with you and what you want to do. But at the same time, I don't want it affecting my family. If you need me, I'll be here. But otherwise, you know, it is what it is. And you're going to have to let people make their own choices. For her to say, you know what, you got to choose between me and Adam. Are you serious right now? Yeah. No. Especially when you got to kill that individual. And here's the thing. She was hoping that Chelsea was going to be like, oh, wow, okay. And when Chelsea didn't do that, she was shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, then what did you really expect? Did you really think that she was going to say, all right, I'm not going to talk to Adam no more because I don't, I don't want to lose your friendship. Right. Especially, like I said, especially when that individual has, they have a child together. Yeah. So you're telling me to pick between a relationship with my child's father or my best friend. Like that's not that's not a comparison Correct. that you can make, and and if it is, I mean, if it, it's got to be, we've said it before, it has to be up to Chelsea to decide whether or not she wants to be with Adam. Yep, it's not no one else is going to make that decision for her. No one else can change her feelings towards Adam. Now, do I agree with Chelsea taking Adam back? No, I think she is an idiot and she looks extremely weak right now because this man had you kidnapped not and it wasn't even him that did it he had somebody go do it mm-hmm. had you kidnapped locked you up in a room drugged you and then not only that outside of outside of even that happened let's say that never happened you stood there and listened to him tell another man about his fiance about how they will never have the same connection that that Adam and Sharon had together and Sharon will always be the, the one that he loves and whatever whatever else it was that he said to Ray. There is no way I would ever, ever be with the man who while we were still together, they weren't even broken up yet. While we were still together, you're basically telling someone else how much you love and how how you know, good your relationship is with this person and how no one else will ever, you know, there will never be a comparison of love with anybody else other than with this person. There's no way I could ever be with somebody that I that I witnessed saying this about another woman and not about me, the woman that you're currently with. You got to be out of your mind. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden you realize that you were wrong. Uh, no. You don't you don't say all that stuff and then realize later on that you were wrong because you know that individual doesn't want to be with you like that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that's the thing about people and it well, it's, I mean it happens to a lot of women and I remember someone telling me this before cuz I would always say, "Why do a person do that? Why do they, don't they know what's happening to them?" 
you really don't know what the psychosis is in the person at that moment when they are so deeply attached to somebody and even what in some cases a person would do when they're actually in the situation themselves. So when you see situation, it doesn't surprise me that she would do that. Is it the right thing to do? No, but it also don't surprise me that this character, because I, I mean, I've seen it in real life, you mm-hmm. know, people do that. Women do it to, or men too, yeah. you know, they get involved in situations that are extremely toxic. And because there's a trauma bond that connects the two of them or a soul tie, it's hard for them to get out of situations like that. Cause you would think this man has somebody kidnapped me. I fell, bumped my head. I could have a concussion in the elevator because cut the lights off. Granted, he didn't know I was there, but look at the trauma that he's causing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, her feelings for him, she has to detox those feelings. It's like a toxin. She has to detox those feelings that she has for him. And until she's able to do that, she's not going to be able to stay away from Adam. And that's why whatever Chelsea was saying, it was going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? So... Um, yeah, it's not the, it's definitely not something that she should choose to do, but until she clearly see that this is not a good situation, she's going to always defend the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly yep. what happened. She went, she went from, she went to Chance, she went to Ray, told them that she, that Adam kidnapped her, um, that. But you know why she to, Oh, yeah, because she was hurt. But. Yeah, she was pissed off at yeah. Sharon. But you went from that, from telling them that um, he kidnapped you, and then also telling them about his plan for Newman Tower, yeah. to them backtracking and saying, "Well, maybe he wasn't. I don't know. It was him for sure. You know, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, it could have been somebody else. I didn't see him do it, or I don't know what those schematics on his laptop was for. Like you just, you sound. She sounds like." someone that is I don't I don't even know I don't know what the word is for it. Obviously she's in a toxic relationship because now you're trying to cover for him. You're backtracking on yeah. all of this stuff that you that you went around and told everybody that he was doing because now you want to take him back because you're you're accepting his apologies and you see that he's like what he's she said to Chloe, um he's wounded he needs me like good grief that is like textbook <laughs> textbook but you know what guess who else do the exact same thing huh nikki oh yeah nikki she does, does the exact same mm-hmm. thing you know and the thing is is that um she doesn't even fight it anymore it used to be victor how could you do this you mm-hmm. shouldn't do this she's like okay you know what if you can't beat him, join yeah, him. So she does the exact same thing. She's just as <laughs> just as bad as Chelsea. You know, and, and so is Victoria with... when it comes to Victor. When it, I mean, it's her dad. It's not you know her her husband or you know fiance or whatever. But she does the same stuff with Victor that Nikki does. Except every once in a while, mm-hmm. she'll get in her mood where you know he pisses her off because of Adam, and, and then she wants to. Um, disown him <laughs> as a dad <laughs> mm-hmm. yep but yeah but yep needs- yep yep so i mean yeah when she get pissed off i mean because i can guarantee you how much how much you want to bet 
when she finds out that Adam is now in a mental hospital, locked down, because that's what Victor chose to do, Victoria's going to change her tune toward her father again. Yeah, she, yeah, she is. Yeah, because she's going to be like, oh, wow, you actually took the steps to put him away and get him, put him in a mental institution? That's going to be... When, and especially when Billy finds out, both well, Billy got his own issues with this thing, but still, Billy and Chloe and all of them, they're going to be like, yep, you know what, that's where he belongs. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is awesome. They're going to be loving Victor right now. Hmm. Yeah. But that we will we'll get into that piece a little bit. So um, was that all that we had on Chloe and um, Chelsea? Yeah. And Adam? Okay, so this other piece that's part of Adam is this whole thing which came toward the end of the week, which is Victor, because they were planning on leaving town. Mm -hmm. Victor, I mean, uh, Adam told um, Chelsea, you know what? I'm ready to go. There's nothing for me here. We can go get a house, live close to Connor. Let's get out of here. And she was like, oh, let me think about it. And I'll get back to you. Well, in the meantime of her thinking about it, Victor goes to Sharon. And I'm thinking, you know, that scene, before we found out what happened, I was like, because he was like, I need your help. And I'm thinking like, dang, Victor going to ask this girl to go over there and try to save him and counsel him all over mm-hmm. again. I'm like, Sharon, you stupid. If That's you what I was thinking too. But, lo and behold, we find out it wasn't even about that. She signed a court's petition to have him have a psyche veil for 72 hours where he's on lockdown. And then the courts get to determine whether or not he gets to stay in there or he's released. And she signed off on that. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Definitely didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. And I honestly think, now, there's a couple theories. One theory is that she knew he was leaving, because I think he told her. And she didn't want him to leave. She wanted to keep him in town. The other thing is, I think she's trying to protect herself, meaning Sharon, because as long as he locked away, he can't interfere with her feelings. Because she's not, I don't think she's 100% off of Adam. Do you think so? Uh, No, I don't think she is either. But, no. was, but why not let him if that's the case let him move out of town because now now he's in town and can't go anywhere he's in town for sure and he's still in your life mm-hmm. well yeah um, I honestly believe that she wants to keep him close but not too close mm-hmm. which is toxic in itself because it's like let that dude go on about his business. If you truly don't care and you want this man to move on with his life and leave you alone so you can marry Ray and, you know, stay away from the whole thing with Faith, let him go. Let him go off to wherever him and Chelsea. He won't have to bother you or anybody else. Right. No. What I don't like, do you like how they went about it? They went, I mean, Victor went and got this court petition without anybody's knowledge and had her sign off and then slam, kind of blindsided him with this whole thing. What do you think? Well, he probably figured he had to do it that way because if Adam saw it coming, Adam would have been out of there. 
Um, but it's, I mean, it's typical Victor, Victor being Victor and going behind people's backs and uh, basically suck, sucker punch, punching you with, with whatever move he's got to get what he wants. So do you actually think that his idea, both Sharon and, and, um, and Victor, do you think that this would work in rehabilitating him? No, I think what I think what they what should have happened was because yeah, Adam needs help. He needs therapy. They and you you can't force somebody to take therapy. So I don't know if maybe this was a thought process that Victor had was that he knew that Adam probably wouldn't go get help um, on his own. So he's thinking that this is this is the way that I can make sure that he gets the help that he needs, which I don't think that's going to happen. He's probably just going to get in there and be tortured or, you know, something like that. Um, but I, 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 I'm guessing that that was like the thought process behind it. Um, but no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think this is going to help. I think it's going to make Adam worse. I think he's going to, yeah. he's going to escape at some point because I think that, that the court is going to end up saying that he's got to stay there. Oh, of course. Uh, Chelsea is going to try to break him out somehow, and then I think they're going to go back down the path of revenge, and we're going to have a whole new round of Adam versus the Newmans, or Adam versus Victor, for um for doing this to him. You know, I honestly, I don't think this was. Uh, I, I agree with you in the portion where if he had known about it, you know, Adam would have took off or whatever because I mean Adam is not he's not he who wants to be locked up in a mental institution so even on the soaps you would think that especially somebody like Adam Newman Sharon even when she was in Fairview she didn't want to be there Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying so um for for her to say yeah you know what and especially coming from Victor it was like girl do you trust anything right. this man does? I could see if this was maybe I don't even think Ch- I, even from Adam's perspective even if Chelsea had assigned him off into a mental institution he wouldn't have took it well but especially from Victor you know and honestly do I think that Adam has whatever issues from his past I still think this whole thing was self defense they're trying to make it look like he was just walking around being a child murderer, but he saw his blind mother being attacked mm-hmm. and granted he blocked it out of his memory. But at what point did somebody say, you know what, granted it wasn't the right thing to do, but you were trying to protect your mother and leave him alone about it. Whereas every round, everyone around town has been making you a murderer. You're a murderer. Look what you did to that poor man. That poor man tried to kill his mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and not saying that this man deserved to die because of the fact that, you know, there are rules in place for things like that. But you're talking about an 11 year old who was scared to death of what was going to happen to his mother who was blind. Who knows what would have happened? You know what I mean? But because the Newmans are always, I mean, because even Victor said this to Victor, to um, Nikki, we're all part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely right. And, you know, Nikki was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you saying that this is our problem. Yeah, you're part of the problem. 
You know, I mean, this dude came to town and it's been nothing but upheaval. It's been, you know, pitting your kids versus me. I mean, even Abby had to get out of that whole arena by doing her own thing because that whole infight enterprises was just out of control, you know? So now you, you know, because honestly, like I said, I really truly think even though um, Nikki and him wasn't married at the time, I don't remember. Let Let me ask you. And we'll make this quick because we don't want to turn this into a whole other separate discussion. But when Victor got with Hope, Adam's mom, before, of course, getting pregnant with Adam, did he was this woman an affair or were they completely separated? Was he completely separated from Nikki when he got married or involved with Hope? Do you remember? I don't remember. I, I didn't think that Hope was an affair, but I could be wrong. It's been so many years. Because it seems like whatever jealousy, because even before all of this other stuff over the past year or two came out with Adam and his behavior and the medicine and all that, she always had some issue with him because uh, her her thing has always been like he got kids outside of her. Well, unfortunately, he got kids outside of her, Nikki. So you need to deal with it yeah she wasn't always the most pleasant to Ashley either because of uh, exactly exactly but then when Victor had issues with Dylan then she was like well this is my son this is my son with Paul I mean come on I mean so you got to understand but I just wanted to throw that out there to see if you knew but uh Honestly, I, I really truly think that Adam's idea of saying this town is toxic, this family, everything, I got to get out of here. Do you think that would have been the best move or do you think he should be institutionalized? Um, I So only because he had that plan, he was going to blow up an entire What, the, the blow up the building? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I I don't know if it's he just needs some intense therapy. That's that's what I feel before this. So let's say the the plan about the building had never happened. Mm-hmm. I would have just said he just needs some very intense therapy um, to deal with his issues. But. But because we know that he was planning on blowing up an entire building, it's hard to say that he doesn't need to be institutionalized for a little while to, I guess, try to work through his his prop his issues. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, yeah, you 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 legit had a plan to blow up a building that you you had no clue who was in that building. You know what, the thing that set this whole, if we kind of backtrack the history that comes with where we are now, a lot of this is predicated on the fact that Victoria colluded with Billy to write this story using Alyssa, get all this information, it came out, and I mean, it just set the whole thing ablaze, because before that, he was just doing his thing with Chelsea. 
So I'm I'm thinking back in August because what was the the last thing he did with the medication thing was back before the pandemic break. When he so remember he him and Chelsea were attempting to do something to Victor after him and Chelsea got back together. And remember Mm -hmm. that? And Chelsea was egging him on. And when they started when they started whatever it was they were trying to do to take over Newman, that's when all of that stuff came out about um, Adam or something happening to uh, Alyssa's dad and that's when it came out that Adam was the one that killed him because they were trying to Yeah, he tried to pull a coup. He tried to pull a coup by taking over the company. And it backfired. And it backfired. You know, but this whole thing, which that that's something that Victor has done. That's something that um, uh, Victoria has done before. I mean, to her father. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is nothing new in business that people do hostile takeovers. Mm-hmm. They got they took it a whole nother level and decided to put family business in the streets, and that sent this whole thing spiraling out of control. Now it was that was Adam like that you did said. that. That wasn't Victor and Victoria. They got that information. No, that Adam. was Billy that put that stuff in the streets. When he did the article, yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. the initial finding out about that whole situation was because of Adam. Right, because he thought his father did it and killed Montavo and then Victor was like, no, nah, you did it. And didn't tell me. Yeah, so that's and how so... that's how all of that happened. And and then everybody Which... found out about it and Billy did that article. So Adam isn't Adam ain't complete he's not innocent in this. Adam no, Adam has not. a role. They I mean they all have a role. And Adam, you know, unfortunately went through that traumatic experience as a kid and it was used against him. But Adam also played a, a role in that information being exposed because he was trying to use that against Victor just like they ended up using it against him. So, it, I mean, it backfired. Mm-hmm. And that's where they probably should have left it because he walked away from it. He was like, you know what? I can't get the company now. This information is out. Victoria take it to the next level and say, you know what? I don't want him ever trying to do anything ever again. Yeah. So what she did was let's expose him so everybody can know who exactly who he is. So therefore, he won't even think or nobody ever in this town will hire him. And that's where it's because he went and walking away like, oh, dang, you know, this was me. Why you ain't tell me? He was struggling with all of that. Yeah, it blew up in his face. But Victoria got her seat back. And at this point, Victoria should have been like, you know what? Don't If you ever come at me again, guess what? It's going to come out. No, she decided to push it out there anyway. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, but it wasn't this. I mean, I don't know. I, they, they, I'm, I can't say that one character was more wrong than the other. It, well, yeah, the Victoria could have is, backed is up off I, of it, but Adam could have backed up off of it too and could have not decided to try to take over Newman in the first place. He could have, him and Chelsea could have left town and, and they could have left them behind, but him and Chelsea decided that they wanted to devise a plan to take over that company. That's why I've never really liked him with Chelsea because Chelsea, like how you said, Phyllis was with Billy, is an enabler when it comes to Adam. And when things don't start, when things start going too much to the left, and out of out of her control is when she wants to try to 
bring Adam back in and she can't do that. And that's how they then they end up breaking up like they did this time. And I feel like when he's with Sharon, it's different because Sharon doesn't egg him on to do that kind of stuff. And I'm not blaming Chelsea mm-hmm. for why Adam does the things that he does, but I've always felt like um, I, I've never I felt I I feel like yeah, Adam I just that hate worse that when because I really could see a whole nother direction that they could go with him um because i mean i like the fact that he tells the newmans where to go i i'm not a newman family fan i i'm just not um and especially i never was a victor newman's fan um and the fact mm-hmm. that he don't let people push him around that and you know he tends even though he can get kind of crazy he stands up for himself versus Victor being able to use other folks, especially his his other kids, yeah. in the past as pawns in his different schemes. Um, that's why I really would hope that the writers find some somewhat to right. do with him because now, where are you going to go with him throwing him in a, in, uh, an institution? Either you're going to have to re it's the same thing with Thomas. You're going to have to rehabilitate this dude, or if you keep him on, what are you going to do? Have the whole town trash him forever? I mean, it's just it's just horrible at this point. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I just would hope that they would do something different with this guy. Um, I've all like I said, I've liked except Justin Hartley. Uh, you know, he was a good actor, but I just didn't like how he portrayed Adam. But the other guy, Michael and and you know Mark, I always like how they did the, the Adam Newman character, and it's just unfortunate that the writers have just always written this character in the corner as if he will never do something. I mean, this man is a Harvard graduate. This is what you have as you got stuff to work with. You want to make him a component against the Newmans? Let him do his own business. Be a competitor. You know, I mean, what happened? We used to have Jabot mm-hmm. up against um, Newman. That don't even exist anymore. You know, at least if you're going to bring in new hotels and new scenery and new characters, bring in storylines that, you know what, we're going to make Adam, he's going to be rehabilitated. Guess what? We're going to start his own fashion house. We're going to run it up against Jabot, and we're going to be the winners. That's what they did with Spencer against uh, Forrester when they came into town so they just needed to in my theory they need to do something different with him instead of having him continually to go back and forth with his family it's getting tiring writers if you're listening <laughs> maybe after this maybe after this whole incident of him being in a yeah, I mean, keep Theo around and move on somebody evil. <laughs> He's good at it. What'd you say? Well, no, I like Theo. I don't... No, I mean, I said, but no, he, I like you know, Theo. I don't Theo want him to turn into good. He's another a super one that <laughs> don't take crap. I mean, they're nobody. doing it anyway, but... All right, so did we cover everything with them? Okay. Yeah. And I think that's it with the young and the restless. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to the second half of the show, which is bold and yep, yep. beautiful. And we we didn't have a lot of the whole Zenday Zoe thing. I mean, we saw her pop up a little bit. 
Um, but the biggest thing was this Hope doll again. Girl. And then we had the whole uh-huh. Shauna and Quinn and Flo and White <laughs> scenario. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You go ahead. Yeah. Start it off. Let's start with that one. Can we start with that? Mm-hmm. Why was it when they were telling, when Shauna was at Wyatt and Flo's, and they're telling Shauna, you need to move out. This looks, you know, mm-hmm. this looks bad because uh, it looks like you've moved in with your best friend's husband. Um, my, you know, her feelings are hurt because she thinks something is going on. Even if there's not, it it looks bad. Like there's, you have no business being there. Well, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get Eric to, to forgive her. And mm-hmm. um, he, I think he's going to take her back. He's still in love with her. I'm not doing anything wrong. I promise. But I, you know, I understand why she thinks that it looks that way, but that's not what it is. Okay. Then move out Shauna. But yeah, I'm not I mean, doing anything. Like you and it's like, Shana, why, why are you arguing there? And me? I mean, and she thought that the why? plausible reason for her staying there was because um, Eric insisted. Um, but don't you have the right to say no if you really didn't want to be there? <laughs> right. But it was like every time Wyatt or Flo would tell her you need to move out. This isn't a good idea. Um, you're hurting, you, you know, you're hurting my mom. Um, right. She would, it was an excuse. And I think Wyatt even said, why are you fighting this? If you're, if you're, if you're trying to help my mom, if you want to be there for my mom, why do you keep fighting this every time we say you need to move out? So that, that yeah. whole scene I mean... was, I wanted to. It was. She was dragging it out, and then I think it was a little <laughs> that whole scene was frustrating. She moved so out and ran into Quinn. Quinn was like, "But how do you do this? You was living in. She's out the house, Quinn. Why are you going on and on about what shoulda, coulda, woulda? She's out the house. Yeah, Quinn. <laughs> and she was like, "I am. I yeah. am your friend. You're trying right. to just take let it, my just house. Let it go. She was like, I'm, not, "I'm still not over rich. What do you mean?" I just think that was overkill on the writing on that part. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, she went over there begging um, Eric. And Eric mm-hmm. is like, you know, I fought for you. And I'm like, when? <laughs> when did you fight for her? She right. fought for you, even though it was kind of crazy <laughs> how she did it. But uh, when did you fight for her? You kept defending Brooke. I didn't see you fighting for her. So I, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, Eric. I, I'm not a fan right. of her being, at first, I thought it was cool when they got them together about a year or two ago. But, you know, because everything has been status quo, quiet. But with this whole storyline, they made him look like an idiot. And weak and pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Pathetic. Well, he's honestly like they, he's always looking weak and funny. pathetic because of because, he just because of Brooke. Pathetic. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He has. It, it was. Uh, it's like every 
everything he yes. always mm-hmm. has always made excuses for the things that Brooke has done while chastising yeah, anyone I don't else understand that makes that. a mistake. I mean, oh, he's always she, he, it's like always he never chastised the bad behavior of Brooke. And I mean, he might say something like, Brooke, that's not nice to do. But to go in and say, look, you need to stop. You know, back off. This is my marriage. He has never done that. Yeah. You know, which I just think that is so unfair on, you know, yep. on her part. You know, granted, she did some crazy things and I don't want people to think that I condone her doing the fraud and, you know, telling her to telling Shauna to do what she did and all of that. Mm-mm. But at the same time, Brooke needed to be called out on her bad behavior too. Cause he said, what did he say to her? You know, you, you really hurt two people that was the most closest to me. And I'm like, okay, but that's your wife. And one of those people did some things to her too. So at what point do you stand up for her? And I just hate that they write the women and me and you, we said this before Yeah. in one of our older shows. I hate how they write them as being, I don't know, I don't want to say weak. You know, when it comes to some of these guys, you know, because I mean, mm-hmm. that would have been right at that point where Quinn should have said, okay, so I understand what I did, but at what point do you stand up for us? And she didn't do that, so. Alright. Um, yeah. I was afraid for a minute before we go into the, the other thing with um, Thomas. I was afraid for a minute that Flo was going to be like, look, stop yelling at my mama. Because <laughs> she was... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I thought, because she was looking some kind of way. I thought Wyatt that it was, was going to cause an issue on, too on, for uh, a second. And she was, and Flo was he looking was. like and he I'm sure like, was. He was raising his voice at her and everything. <laughs> excuse you? Yeah, yeah. she, she made off, the excuse so. you face yeah, at one cool, point, but, but she did. She never. Did you have anything else on them? Okay, so, um. We have the final piece of this particular show, which is the whole thing with Thomas Hope. Liam Zenday, well, he wasn't there really not much, but um, Thomas and um, Steffi, because I didn't see um, Finn this week. All right, so what do you think about this whole thing Mm -hmm. when they had the Hope mannequin start walking and they actually had Annika walking like a robot. <laughs> well, I hope I'm saying her. Is it Annika or Nika? I think it's yes. Anika. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever heard her real name mm-hmm. pronounced out loud. Anika Noel. I would have um, I would have thought it was Annika. But yeah, for, I thought I, that was so crazy. When they had, and they put this crazy wig on her that was, yeah, probably trying to look her hair look more like a dude. If you see a mannequin get up and walk around your house, you need to run. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shit, he's been talking. Oh, excuse my language. 
he's been talking to that mannequin for the the past two weeks now. I don't think he oh thinks that God, it's girl, I, that unnormal. Because right right now he had dinner in with the it. Group that's like, oh, I don't have a problem with it. It's it's a twist. What do you think about this whole thing? It's getting creepier and creepier. I just I don't. It, yeah, it's creepy. I don't like these kind of twists. And and I feel like maybe if this had happened um, in the beginning when, you know, we realized that Thomas was a little off when they first brought him back onto the show, fine. But since they've been portraying Thomas as this lunatic for the last, how long has it been? It's Three years? Two years since he's been back? Now it's just old, and it's just yeah. And they did just you keep hear Liam talking about he's always had this over long over history? I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I mean, uh, yeah, they going back Matt to that Atkinson that history just came on the scene, like you said, about a year <laughs> and a half ago. The Thomases that the Thomases, because there's been more than one that we've had in the past, never had this type of behavior. So for them to write in. Liam saying he's always had this long history with the family and how he acts. I'm like, uh, no. Well, that's what they've been doing with Thomas since he's been yeah. back. That's what everybody's been you know, doing. And rewriting for, who Thomas are you to history? speak about his long history? Because here's the thing. you only been with the show probably the last, what, maybe eight years? So, <laughs> at least. So, what are you talking about? Been at least ten. I, okay, I so say yeah, he ten years, twelve show years, in like two thousand, something like maybe. that. So by twelve years, but even still, Thomas was a little bit a little boy mm-hmm. on this show. They were kids on this show, going way back. So it's not like you really know who he is, Mister Liam. But um, right, I know, I know. It's just funny that. They wrote yeah. that as that's just the, the writers long and that's, history. That's bad like, writing. Like with Adam, they tried to make it like you got this long history, you know. So, anywho. Believable. I think they feel like the more yeah. they mm-hmm. the more they have the character say it, the more the fans yeah. will believe it. <laughs> and it's like no exactly. people that have been watching this show from exactly. the beginning. No, and that, how much that's a rewrite of them a history. Saying it, you'll have people that say, "Yeah, no, hey, uh, Thomas has always been like that." Are you looking at them like really? <laughs> right. right. They know better. Exactly. They they only saying it because they don't like the Forrester or like the Forrester kids. Because some people will get in there and bring up when he shot at. Um, Rick, yeah, and it's like that's what you're gonna. That's your proof that he's had a always had a terrible history, because they all Rick have. has also done some horrible mm-hmm. things, and so has Wyatt. Oh no, um, so but has, I just thought that yeah. whole thing. I mean, we so, don't have don't to know. go long distance on this whole storyline because in itself, I mean, the only thing that really sticks out is Liam is trying to convince everybody that he's not fixed. Hope and Steffi is like, leave him alone. He's fine. You know, and it's like, we know where this is going. It's going to come out that he's having yeah. a problem, especially with that mannequin being in the house, that um, Liam is going to come yeah. out as being the hero. 
So it's like, okay, whatever. And right. then what you're going to yep. do with the Thomas character again? Because once it's found out, you're going to throw him yeah. in the same room. So with another Adam. waste of a story. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. Right. Revealed, yeah. I'm guessing that the whole thing with him hitting his head is going to be the discovery of some kind of condition and that's that's how they're going to find out that oh he's not right. really crazy he pretty just much a, that's the yeah well the condition this whole time out. and everything is going to be okay you know to get him <laughs> um not so backed up in the corner and then you yeah. know hopefully liam even after the injury can forgive him so yeah i, I mm. feel like that'll be the only way that they mm-hmm. will ever get those characters to Somewhat get along, right? Is is, exactly. is it being so, the cause of like a medical cool. problem? <clears throat> Which I don't really particularly need to see Liam and uh, Thomas get along. They can have kind of the the same kind of you know the relationship thing. that Ridge mm-hmm. and um, uh, Bill Spencer had, where they don't hate each other like the, not you know you know. It's not constantly them going at it, but like they're in the room with each other and you know take you know, little jabs and say little smart I things to each other. I like don't Reggie, like it. The, what that, the writers <laughs> over whole do is that they get so fixated on one storyline and it kind of isolates specific characters. Whereas we haven't seen Bill Spencer, none of that. No Katie, no nothing, and. You know, and they do this when they get so fixated on one storyline that it leaves opportunities out the way for other stuff. You know what I mean? So now it's just been either Zenday, Zoe, yeah. and Carter, and then it's been Steffi, Liam, Thomas, the, the Hope doll, and Hope. So. Yeah, and I, I guess I wouldn't even mind it exactly. too much if this was going somewhere, but I'm like, mm-hmm. where, where are they going? Exactly. Where is it going to go? It makes like, what is sense. the point in this storyline right now? All right, so did we cover everything? Mm-mm. We leave nothing out? Because it was not, like I said, it wasn't that much Zenday and Zoe so. stuff this week. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I I thought they showing they're starting to show um she has hope. and then we also I, saw hope Duchess I feel like has been defending too. Thomas a lot. Yeah, they got the right little actor to play. Yeah, him. we he did find perfect on screen. <laughs> but yeah, I like him. Yeah, I'm I was wondering, wondering if that's one of his parents that he ran to and hugged the boy. Probably so, um, but um, yeah, yeah they really, especially when he asked Hope and Liam, oh, can my daddy live with us? I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. That was not good. <laughs> that was, yeah, and that was, you know, of course, Liam is probably in the back of his mind. <laughs> Did Thomas manipulate him to say that? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that whole all the um, when he was talking to uh, Steffi, 
and Steffi, when Steffi told him that Thomas and Hope went to um, go see Douglas, and he was like, well, whose idea was it? Was this purely, was it Hope's idea, or did Thomas have something to do with this? Did Thomas manipulate her? And then said something to her about Thomas manipulating Steffi, his sister. And it's like, just because Steffi wants to believe that Thomas is trying to change, doesn't mean that he's manipulating her. She's choosing to believe well, that her brother is trying to change. About like, stop jumping to that manipulation that, thing Like so him, meaning Liam, is that do you really want him to change or do you want to walk around being suspicious of him for the rest of his life? And I honestly think, just say there was no hope, mannequin, there was nothing, and he was actively yeah. working on himself, Liam still would want to believe what he wants to believe. You know, Right. Exactly. And I think that he said exactly. that to him. Did, she, did she say something like, do you really like want him to change? angel minding his business. And Liam is always, because of his perception of him, he's going to always feel some kind of way. So it's almost like he's going to be under Liam's microscope forever, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. And which, I mean, I get why he feels that way, but Stop going to his sister every day telling her how her brother's still a piece of crap or how her brother is nuts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just keep it to yourself. Right. Nobody else is complaining yeah. about Thomas you right know, now. I mean, just because you're suspicious. Uh, I just hope that I, I hope that this whole brain injury or whatever comes out before Liam can see what's actually going on. That's what I hope. I don't want them to give him prime opportunity to tell everybody I told Me you too. so. Let him go to the doctor. Oh, my head is hurting. Blah, blah, blah. They do whatever. Oh, wow. You got this um, somewhere in there. And they fix it. And then it's like, oh, Liam ain't got nothing to say. And I might as well use that as my flip the script. Because <laughs> I know it's about 15 minutes to four your time. So, um, but yeah. So, anywho, so let's do that because I know yeah. that we're coming up on time. Um, you couldn't think of them. You, well, you go ahead because I don't have a flip the script this and week. Then I, I would say for Y&R, I would want, and I don't want to say this the wrong way, but as a this is a soap opera, okay, and a twist. If I had a twist for Adam. In order for Adam to get out of there, <laughs> he needs to be on his best behavior mm-hmm. just to get out and then him and Chelsea leave. I don't know what he's going to do because he, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, he's on lockdown. But, um, you know, I, I would want him to say, you know what, yeah. since y'all want to evaluate me, okay, I'm going to give you an evaluation so I can get out of here. Because if he goes in there throwing Victor under the bus, oh, my dad, he hates me, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to go well with with the physicians. So. Right. And probably right. so. He'll get out. Uh, Chelsea is going to be the one to get him out. Whether it's a breakout I or you know, whatever. Maybe he'll, because remember, he signed away any access to the family, correct? Who didn't sign it? 
No, no, not victorious. No, he didn't sign that paper. He signed away you himself. You talking about the contract that, um, to sign oh. his own. His, that's why his name is Wilson now. Yeah, the, I bet. I guess to emancipate himself from the family. So does Victor actually mm-hmm. have right to him anyway? Because remember, there's a legal document that says we're not related. I thought no, that was just, that that whole document. I thought that was just a to get a name change. change it was though. a document to actually separate himself to have no longer any ties to the Newman family. That he had pretty much emancipated himself. So I'm. I mean, I guess you could. How do you do that as an adult, though? I don't know, but that's how they. But how? Because you're not under age. Like, what are you emancipating yourself from? But the way that they put that in there, it was (laughs) like, okay. hmm. (laughs) So I'm wondering if that could be his way out, you know? Or he tell Chelsea, "Get me an attorney. I'm not supposed to be here." Who knows how they're going to get him out? Because she's not going to be able to break him out of that place. Yeah, how are you going to get They got a security guard at the door. Chelsea? No, well, she might. We'll see. Because Chelsea's a con artist. She's going to figure out a way. She's going to dress up as a, a nurse or somebody that oh, okay. works there. Well, I'm here for she's it. She's do something. I know, I know it's going to be her that does it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I just don't like. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I feel like it's going to be her. Never talk to Sharon ever again. That is going to be the main reason why um, Chelsea takes him back because she knows that Adam is going to hate Sharon for this. (laughs) So now her relationship is safe. (laughs) Yeah, because a lot of that goes down on Monday. So you'll see. All right, so that is the end of our show for Young and Restless, bold and beautiful CBS recap, CBS Soap Dish recap for the week of November 16th through the 20th. And it was a pretty good show. I mean, it was pretty much a runoff of what we've been dealing with for the last week or so, two weeks. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a new storyline emerged, but, you know, just a continuation yeah. of everything. So. Other than that, it was pretty good. Um, I will say there, um, the guy right. that plays Chance is being replaced by Abby's husband. I forgot. I know her last. His last name is Gaston. The um, what is her name? The girl that played Abby. Duh. <laughs> oh, um. Um. You asked me oh too my fast. Gosh. And I should know that girl's <laughs> name. She always be on like prices. I can't I stuff. can't think of her name. Um oh gee. Cause I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and Google now, it right quick. Now I gotta Google it because it's gonna drive me nuts. Her name. Yes. Ordway. Yeah. So her husband who Melissa um, Ordway his first or- name, but or- his last name is or- Gaston. Yeah. Um he's going to be playing chance this coming week. Okay. Now I heard some speculations on the actor. I don't know if it's true or not. Somebody like, say he's out. Listen. 
That's what I heard. I'm not saying that's a definite. But that's what the buzzwords was going around in the groups is that's why he's not playing the part right now. Hmm. And that her husband is. And honestly, we're definitely going to get some on-screen romance because that's her real-life husband. So we'll definitely see that, huh? Yeah. That's that's a smart idea, considering he's an actor. Why not? Right, and they're getting married. Be on the show, and that then it the takes out the whole she thing to where they can't mom, touch each other. Which we didn't talk about is the fact that she's getting married next week. So that works out perfectly, and probably for Melissa Ordway yeah. and her actual husband, that'll be cute for them to like do a little marriage on screen. <laughs> so, wedding. Yeah, because I was I mean, wondering, like, knows? how are they going to pull off this Go wedding and they can't touch each other? <laughs> it was already awkward, yeah, so, uh, and, awkward and enough watching them propose the and they Maybe couldn't, they you know, have an embrace or anything. chance now to do this whole wedding thing by letting her actual husband, and, in, and her husband is dark-haired. He's not blonde like um, the other guy that plays Chance. So, you know, they can't fake that. So they probably like, you know what, let's just slide your husband in and who knows, maybe slide the old chance yeah. back in after everything is over. Hopefully it's not true what they're saying that, you know, he picked up, you know, C-19, but, you know, I, I'm going to have to do some more digging to find out. But anywho, that's yeah. it for the show. We hope you enjoyed it. And again, we appreciate you, all of you, um, for listening to us across the globe. Um, we are so happy about the fact that you do like the content that we provide. So um, until next week, do you have anything else? Oh, next week is Thanksgiving. So yeah. it's probably going to be a shortened week. So um, mm-hmm. I'll, I sh- are you yeah. going to be able to do the show next next Saturday or you got plans I actually okay. my um, so we'll figure my out niece's birthday party her first birthday party is for Saturday. the three day I think they're on um, three or four days they're not on the entire week so because I saw something that said that one of the days is preempted so okay. Um, I'm about it that. might be Thursday because Friday is actually a regular day unless you are scheduled off by your company. But um, anywho, so other than that, we'll definitely try to get some content mm-hmm. out to you guys next week for the short week. But otherwise, stay safe. Be happy for those that are celebrating Thanksgiving. Please be safe and happy Thanksgiving. And we will see you then. Mm -hmm. all right bye-bye thanks for joining us this week on cbs soap dish recap make sure you check us out on our facebook group at the young and the restless bold and the beautiful long haul diehard fans group we are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you also never miss an episode you can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. 
If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.